Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Welcome back. And as always, thanks for listening. And if you find it in your heart and feel led, please see my Patreon page, Speak It On. And any amount that uh, you see in your heart to give would be appreciated and needed. But, I wanted to share with you something very mystical. I'm going to use the word mystical. That happened to me the other day. Now, on the surface, it may not seem like a huge deal. But when you look at the timing, I see God's hand in it. And that's what makes it kind of kind of special. So, first of all, let me just say that I've uh, been working on expanding my daily devotion. So, by that, uh, I try to have a verse, a Bible verse, I look at every day. I also try to read a section of the Bible. Now, you can do that with a one-year Bible. Uh, you can have your own plan. There's, I mean, a thousand different plans uh, on how to read through the Bible. You know, in one year, two years, three years. But I just try to take a segment every day, a short segment. But also, I really try to let men of God and women of God speak to me either from the past or the present through a daily devotion, a short one. One of the ones that I gravitate to is Biles Alt Chambers, and it's my utmost uh, for his highest. Now, what's interesting is that uh, years ago I had a very good friend, super awesome friend, that unfortunately I lost to cancer. And he wrote me a... Uh, well, actually, first of all, he gave me a copy of My Most Forest Highest. And he, uh, actually, when he signed it, he said, Give God elbow room. Give God elbow room. I think that's pretty awesome. Now, here's what's so fascinating about that. I was trying to figure out a way to get back into... You know, a devotional reading where I let a brother or sister, you know, kind of share something with me. And, of course, my most first house is, is, to be quite honest, one of my go-tos. And as I was looking at what my friend wrote, uh, it was uh, the day before June 25th. Now... Why does that sound mystical? Why is that? Basically, it's because I've been feeling kind of bleh. And, and if you've been through those situations, and I'm thinking just about every human on the planet has, if, you, if you've just been having one of those moments, and unfortunately, you know, sometimes those moments last a while, 
couple of days, maybe a week, hopefully not longer than that, praise God. If you kind of get in a funk, then, uh, then sometimes the word can help you bring out of that, can, can pull you out of that. And that's kind of what I was looking for. Now, so as I mentioned, in the beginning page, my friend wrote, Give God Elbow Room, which that sounds like a pretty ambiguous kind of thing to say. But he knows me that I tend to get really uh, specific and controlling and things like that. And when bad things happen, then I tend to get kind of really bent out of shape. So he was trying to let me know, look, you know, God needs a wide path in your life to work. Now, here's what's cool. Here's the fascinating thing. As I was reading that devotion, it was the day before, June 25th, he dated his statement to me, June 25th. That's the actual date he gave me the book. So, what happened was, the next day, on June 25th, I read the passage that was in there for June 25th. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, but I, for me, it spoke volumes. So, the title of the, this passage is Receiving Yourself in the Fires of Sorrow. And the, the uh, scripture verse is John twelve twenty seven through 28, which says, What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this, for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Okay, now that was Jesus. Here's what jumped out at me in this segment, because, again, I, I tend to... Uh, I tend to try to be kind of controlling on things, uh, trying of my time and my thoughts and all that jazz and get really wrapped up into it. And so this is my friend Jim telling me, hey, give God elbow room. Here's a, a section from June 25th in my most for science on this edition. So this section, Oswald Chambers is saying, quote, we say that there ought to be no sorrow, but there is sorrow, and we have to accept and receive it in its fires. If we try to evade sorrow, refuse to deal with it, we're foolish. Sorrow is one of the biggest facts in life, and there's no use in saying it shouldn't be. Sin, sorrow, suffering are and it's not for us to say that God has made a mistake in allowing them. Sorrow removes a great deal of a person's shallowness, but it does not always make that person better. Suffering either gives to myself or it destroys me. You cannot find or receive yourself through success because you lose your head over pride. And you cannot receive yourself through the monotony of your daily life because you give in to complaining. 
The only way to find yourself is in the fires of sorrow. Now, he goes on to, to add some other things, but... So, this idea that he puts of receiving yourself, in some ways, it reminds me... Um, and of course, the, the language may be a little outdated that he's using, but, but in receiving yourself, it's... I take that in some ways a little bit like the story Jesus told about the prodigal son, where he was... he was miserable. He was having sorrow as a result of his sin. And he was starving. And the passage reads, And he came to himself. He woke up. He came to realize, Hey, you know something? <laughs> this stinks. I don't like this at all. And I don't have to stay here. This isn't an option I have to stay with. What happened to the prodigal son is he broke down a barrier in his head. He gave God elbow room. He said, you know, here's something I hadn't thought of. You know, I keep acting like a, I'm a son, you know, with my dad because he gave me all this stuff, you know. He gave me his inheritance right early even though he shouldn't have, because in the culture at that time, that was a big no-no. It was, it was hugely disrespectful. Basically, if you asked, back in Jesus' day, if you asked your father for the inheritance early, you're basically telling your parent, hey, why don't you drop dead? That's how loving that is. But anyway, it says he came to himself. That, I think, is... Close to the idea Oswald's getting to about receiving yourself, you kind of realize. And it can improve you. It, it can improve you. It improved him because his attitude changed. And all of a sudden, he went from thinking about his own little hide to other people. And he said, Hey, you know, I wonder what my dad thinks. And he, and he stopped wallowing in it. Now, what's so miraculous to me is the timing of that funk I was in added to the fact that I just happened to get this book off the shelf that I haven't touched in maybe a year or so. I just so happened to read my friend's message to me dated June 25th, and June 25th just happened to be the next day. And the message that Oswald Chambers had for June 25th just happened to fit exactly the problem I was having. So, to me, I'm not a huge believer in coincidence. Not, 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 not super huge believer in coincidence. 
So, to me, that's miraculous. God's timing is amazing. If we'll work with it. Now, sure. I mean, you can say, oh, now nah, this is a big coincidence. This happened before. Yeah. And a car running and driving down the streets is a coincidence, too, I guess. But anyway. Whether you think that's mystical or not, let me just say, let me take the message that my friend gave me and give it to you and say, just like Jim would say, give God elbow room in your life. And he'll walk you through that stuff. He will. He'll carry you. So, with that thought in mind, I want to encourage you always to keep on speaking it on, okay? Speak it on. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your own.